Sarah. And I'm Max. And this is the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. We strive to help you, the everyday person, to stop living on autopilot, overwhelmed and frustrated with the way things are. You deserve to do away with that frustration, achieve more balance in your life, and find fulfillment in your everyday. We are here to help you stop going through the motions and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join us for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. I was just kind of asking if you were ready. I didn't actually expect you to hit the record button. Well, here we are. So let's just dive in, huh? Yeah, but like, I'm <laughs> like emotionally attached to our cold opens. Yeah, they're like my mangy foster mutt that I support <laughs> by liking posts on Facebook. Okay. Well, that was oddly specific. <laughs> that was very specific. Um. Well, I guess our lovely editor will just have to figure out which of these cold open opportunities is going to be best for the podcast in post. That sounds great. And cut it so that the embarrassing bits are not in the final product. <laughs> so today we're talking about couple stuff. Yeah. So one of the best things about this podcast, I think, and you're making weird faces at me because you're making dirty jokes and I'm, <laughs> they're going over my head. Um, <laughs> one of the best things about this podcast, I think, is that we can talk about how self-care affects us as a couple mm -hmm. and how we view it differently. Because the thing with self-care that we've said over and over and over again, and I'm going to keep saying it until until I die, because it's so important, is that self-care is different for everybody. So having these two viewpoints, I think, is really helpful for you guys. Um, I hope. Maybe I'm putting words in your mouth. But how do you get to this point where you can talk to your spouse about your self-care and your needs in that way? Um, how do you even approach that to begin with, especially if you've never talked about it before. Yeah. I mean, you can't just assume that even the person who is your life partner and your best friend and your buddy buddy is going to be able to read your mind. Mm -hmm. If they can, that's really cool and amazing and helpful with things like this. But if you're a regular average Joe, like the two of us and you do not have a life partner who can read your mind, then you have to learn to speak up for yourself and communicate anything mm -hmm. and everything, including and especially your self-care needs. Yeah. I mean, I think so I, I, wanted to just start first is to be able to communicate effectively with your spouse about your self-care needs, you have to give yourself the space to understand what kind of self-care you need. Um, 
We've talked about that a lot on this show. So definitely go back and listen to these episodes about like finding the self-care that works for you and all of that good stuff. It is so key for you to tune in to what you need as well as what you need from your spouse to practice it effectively. And I think that's the piece that people miss is they do not understand how their partner can support them in their self-care. Um, they get wrapped up in self-care being like, oh, it's just for me. It's just a me thing. But it's not. It, it Coming back to, you know, self-care isn't selfish. It affects your whole family. It affects your job. It affects everything in your life. It allows you to show up as your best self. And other people in your life can support you practicing that self-care. So I want you to be open to that. I want you to be aware that that is an option. Um, You can lean on your partner to support you in your self-care. In a recent episode, we were talking about how I took three days off social media and did all of this. That little like self-care, basically at-home retreat was not my idea. I was not in a great place. I was having a hard time. And that all came from from Max because he knew what I needed more than I did in that moment. Um, And that's not always the case. A lot of times you probably know a little more what you need than your partner does. But because I was communicating effectively prior to that um, about other things and just in the past having spoken about, you know, I really miss doing X, Y, and Z or you know, this makes me feel really crappy or gosh, like she's, I'm so jealous because social media or whatever. He knew how to get me on the right track and he knew how to support me and what to say to help me take that time for myself. Um, He was also able to set things up in a way where, you know, he set me up for success to do that by I I think you made dinner those days or something, or maybe we picked up dinner so that I was not, like, doing any of, like, the usual household-y stuff. I was focusing solely on taking care of me. And it doesn't have to be that big of a thing. It really doesn't. Um, So I think what's important is to start small. Start small and be very clear in communicating what you need. So a couple examples. Um, So let's just like do a little, a a skit for lack of a better uh, term. So are you you asking me to do some role playing in our couple stuff episode? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Hey, I have been feeling really overwhelmed and really anxious. I am so sorry that you've been feeling that way. I really need to take some time alone to just practice some self-care and to be alone and have some quiet time so that I can feel my best. Um, Would you mind taking Reese out of the house for the day so that I could have that time to myself? Sure. I can try and get Reese out of the house for as long as possible. But around his nap time, we'll probably want to come back so he can nap. So I'll, I can try and text you and 
<laughs> let you know when that is. Or I can text my mom and see if we can go hang out with them for the day. Because I love you and I respect you and I want you to be able to take the time that you need. Well, thanks. <laughs> so that is how, in an ideal world, I guess, that conversation sure. should go. And I, I really hope that you all have partners that understand the the need for self-care. And if they don't, if you do not have a partner that go that gets why you need this, I would encourage you to have them listen to some of our past episodes about why you need self-care and how self-care impacts your family. Um, there's also a great episode that I did with um, Elizabeth from Emotionally Healthy Legacy a while back. Um, check those out. Share them with your spouse to help them gain a better understanding of why you need self-care and why you need that time for yourself. I think it can also come down to communication um, about, like, just terminology. So when I'm talking about self-care, you often, we've we've talked about this before, but when I say self-care, sometimes you would describe it differently and say caring for yourself. Um, you know, I need to take some time to care for myself instead of self-care. Because of that, like, difference of understanding, some people will take self-care and assume bubble baths and spa days, and bubble baths is literally always my example, but that's what we're going with. Um, literally the only example I have, apparently. I blame friends. Yeah, I blame friends. Um, so, get really clear on that, and maybe if they are not understanding that, think of other ways to explain self-care as a man as a male as a boy who also happened to be the primary caregiver for mm. reese after he was born yeah. because sarah was blessed and had a job that she loved that she just didn't have the time to be able to take off with reese mm -hmm. and because of the pandemic stuff and um, the state of Texas is generous. Uh, maternity leave policy. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah. M maternity leave policy um, as a joke because it's non-existent. But their um, unemployment, their generous unemployment, it made more sense for me to collect unemployment and stay with Reese than it did to even go out and try and find a job to do during the pandemic. So for the first six months of Reese's life, I was in quotes, mom for mm -hmm. most of the time, um, or what would traditionally be seen as mom. Um, so as a, a, a male whose brain works differently and somebody who had most of the responsibility of taking care of a younger baby, um, I think if you happen to be in a similar situation as our friend, maybe not with a new baby, but just in general where you are feeling overwhelmed and anxious because of all of the things that you have going on. And you have a husband, specifically a husband, who is not necessarily being supportive in the way that you would like. One thing that I might offer as a, a piece of advice from a husband um, is I don't think that males 
tend to think of self-care as, oh, I need to take care of myself. It's just in the same realm of things that I want to do that might not necessarily have value, like playing video games is an example of things that stereotypically, at the end of the day, husbands sometimes like to turn the Xbox on and play video games. That's something that may actually be part of their self-care, helping them check out and kind of de-stress at the end of the day, kind of like a a bubble bath with guns or cars. (laughs) And they just don't even realize it. But those activities don't necessarily have, in quotes, redeeming value other than just their ability to de-stress. Um, so sometimes, in my opinion, it's helpful for the husband to hear your request for support in terms of, I'm doing this so that this happens later. And this can look like hey, I have felt really overwhelmed at work today. Maybe X, Y, or Z thing came up, and I would really value having some time to go take a long shower and, you know, wash my hair, maybe try, you know, the face mask that you got for your birthday last month that you just haven't had time for. Can you feed the baby or take care of making dinner or take the kids and go pick up dinner or whatever. That way I'm less stressed later and can enjoy being with y'all later in the evening. Mm -hmm. And I think it's that, that tail piece, that last piece that can be important for the partner, for the husband Because as a husband, especially before we got good at communicating and where I came to understand what you were talking about and why, if I just heard, hey, I'm at the end of my day, I had a hard day, I'm thinking, okay, well, my day was hard too. Like, we both go to work, we both live lives. And then you say, I really want to take a, a long shower and, like, be by myself Mm -hmm. and, like, do things that I enjoy, my brain thinks, oh, well, I'd really like to go play video games right now, but I have other things that need to happen, like dinner, and those two things are not necessarily the same. But in my husband brain, in my monkey brain, (laughs) those things can be, and that can be a source of conflict. Sure. But it's that added piece of going, oh, okay, so you're not doing this because you don't want to be here necessarily, but you're doing this for the future. So this is a a short-term investment on the rest of the evening or the rest of the week. And okay, I can equate long shower with being here, being present, being less stressed. Yeah. And in a perfect world, I as a husband want you to be less stressed and more present and happy. So I would love for you to go do that. And I will bend over backwards. Most husbands that, that I know love to bend over backwards to make their wives happy. There's just a little bit of a disconnect, 
You get your mind out of the gutter, Sarah. Um, but if you can't bend over backwards like that, oh my good God. for you. Shut up. But there, I think that there can just be a little bit of a disconnect between the outcome and the way to get there. Yeah. And that might just be a little bit of a difference between the sexes and the traditional roles of the tradi- traditional sense. Um, yeah. And I think that was very long-winded. Yeah. I mean, but, I... I think that's a great point, and I think that's something that goes both ways, where it's really hard for the other person to... I mean, they can't read your mind. They can't understand that, hey, I want to go for a walk, or I want to go play video games is your version of self-care. And I'm going to argue that that's not really self-care for you, because I know what kind of mood it puts you in. Well, sure. um... (laughs) We we, we can argue the semantics, but in But it's a concept. Insert... X, Y, Z thing here. Um, I think that's great. So, um, I am starting to sweat in our tiny little closet podcast studio. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out if you're good with that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, sure. I think so. I think we hit some really awesome points and I want to challenge you to this week. Talk to your spouse about your self-care needs identify something that you need from them to support you in self-care, to remove that barrier for yourself to be able to practice self-care, especially if you're a mom with a young baby or, you know, four kids hanging off of you. Like it's, tell your spouse, I need X amount of time to do this so that I can feel okay, so that I can feel better, so that I can show up as a better mom, a better spouse, a better whatever. Um, so do that and we'll see you next week. Sure. And as a closing note, we're not claiming to be professionals or experts necessarily, (laughs) but if you need help coming up with ideas of ways that you can talk to your spouse about self-care, because when you're in a, a committed partnership like that, communication is definitely important. We definitely want to help you out. Um, Find us on Instagram or text us. Both of those, um, our Instagram handle and our phone number for you to text us are um, in the little closing spiel of each episode. Um, Please definitely reach out. Um, We would love to kind of bounce ideas back and forth. Um, There's one of each of us. So if you're in a Mm -hmm. traditional... um, husband and wife relationship we can maybe lend some some guidance um otherwise we're a little bit more of a a generalist when it comes to relationships um i think we can also we have both naturally fallen into the opposite roles at times yes so we can definitely kind of speak to both ends um where i've been more of the money maker and vice versa but we've we've done it both ways so yeah so definitely reach out if you are looking for some more help about this we we want to help you out you specifically listening to this right now we we see you we know you we want to help (laughs) you with this if you need help please don't hesitate to reach out you have our attention just like we have your attention right now And we know your attention is important, so we're going to give it back. Just give us another few seconds. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Before you go, 
be sure to grab our free Own Your Self-Care Starter Kit by visiting theselfcare.life forward slash own your self-care. This kit is specially designed to help you identify what kind of self-care will work best for you. That way you can start developing your own self-care lifestyle. You can find the link in our show notes as well. If you'd like to stay connected, find us on TikTok at The Self-Care Lifestyle and on Instagram at Sarah Strives. Have a question, feedback, or an episode request? Text us at 512-998-1194. Chances are we might even respond. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk at you again soon.